All right, I'm in. Can you hear me? Yeah, mate. Good to go. Nearly went from uh, in the RNS office to on the way to the RNS office. Yeah. <laughs> out the front door. Yeah, well, it's pouring rain out there. And uh, as you would know, commuters in the rain are a little bit like jockeys in the wind. <laughs> yeah, it's a dangerous game. Especially in Canberra. Everyone's been, I think, the worst. You can see them overthinking. Uh, having grown up in Sydney and then moving to Canberra, they are the worst drivers in Australia by a country mile down here. They, as soon as it rains, it just you don't want to be on the road. They just <laughs> lose it. All right, let's keep it brief this morning. I think. <laughs> I'm hoping we're going to be. I'm going to be back on. Are we doing tomorrow as well for sake day, so we don't need to. Um, don't need, we don't need to look at Saturday today. Yeah. Have you had a look at the Flemington cards? I've had a gander through this morning. The one that stands out looking at the ratings is obviously Malkovich. Yeah. And in the last race, I think you said two weeks ago, why isn't this horse in the race? And, you know, she's a red rose. She's a red rose, Philly. And. She's in a six dollars this morning, which is probably uh, getting, I guess, to the right price. But they bet obviously a lot. I think yeah, they bet twenty one dollars. So anyone who's quick enough to grab the twenty one dollars, all power to you. I'm hoping the average god plays fair. But that was the two when I looked at the card uh, yesterday. That sort of stuck out to me. The Oaks, I found, I find the Oaks sort of tricky every year, similar to the Derby. I don't really have an opinion either way. Can you? Is there any, do you have any clarity on the race? I'm usually the opposite. I love the Oaks and I love the Derby, but I um, this year is really tricky because the Phillies' lead-ups have been a mess. It's been very hard to sort of establish a pecking order, and I don't think they're very good, to be honest. So we had four different winners of the four different Princess Series races in Sydney, so it was very inconclusive stuff up there. Um, and then down in Melbourne, it's been... Um, yeah, just been slowly run, messy, ugly race after slowly run, messy, ugly race. So the Phillies Classic at Mooney Valley was, the, the Ethereal and the Wakeful, which your two main Oaks lead-ups were, the Thousand Guineas was a, a total mess. So the one race that has, it was well enough run, it wasn't strongly run, but it was well enough run, and, and the one race that sort of had rated up to historical standards was the Manifold, and it produced four subsequent winners, including the Thousand Guineas and the Ethereal winner. And it was won by Elusive Express. That looks like good form. She avoided the mess with the winner in the in the thousand guineas. Then skips the wake for to go straight here, which is a little bit of a niggle, I suppose. Not so much the the jumping distance because I think even when she won the manifold, it was like, okay, you're you're an oak filly. She looked at. I mean, she was the wakeful filly off that. But they obviously decided to roll the dice and, and go to the thousand guineas instead. Fair enough. That's fine. And I mean. Operation successful, right? She's got the, the group one placing there and then she's bred to, to get the longer trip. But I just wonder, there's going from a mile to 2,500, which isn't a huge concern to me, particularly if she's you know, with a smart stable and, and bred to get the trip. But instead, it was a it was an icky thousand guineas. It was ugly, ugly stuff to watch. Figures were meh. So I just wonder whether that's any sort of platform at, at all for her to run a a big race here and, and whether that gives her any real edge over Willowy, who I suppose is the uh, official sense of timing horse 
coming off the, the wakeful, which is always a good place to start. And, and Daisy, who was about as good there as she was in the ethereal. So, and those horses who were behind her in the ethereal, which was sort of Biscayne Bay, the, the stable you want to be with in, in all these races. Glint of Hope is, is doing plenty right, and, and Morris had even shaped okay there. So they're all in as, as little chances. So the conclusion to that long-winded spiel is that I don't really know. <laughs> it's a bit of a wishy-washy oak for me, so it's not the um, it's the feature on the card, but it's not the the betting feature for me today. I suppose what you're saying with Elusive Express, obviously he's up to when it came off the guineas to win the Derby, but it's a far different setup for him coming off a fast guineas. Well, he was off. Those. Yeah, he was off a really hot hot cork of guineas. She's off a really messy thousand guineas, so that's a little bit different. And I also think, and this is you know. She's with the Freedmans, and you'd make a strong case there, as good a stable as there is in, in the country. But at the same time, in these same races, with the top two, you had you had Marius with you. They're playing they're playing by their own rules beyond yeah. two thousand meters. So you sort of could go into that one a little bit more chest out. You know, I've got the A team on side, whereas this is a little bit a little bit different. As I said, that's I certainly wouldn't want to be taking that stable and, and treating them as a negative because I, I do the exact opposite to that. I treat them as a, a big positive, but it still feels a little bit different. It's not just because, and it would be a massive sucker trap to fall into that just because the horse came off a mile race to win the derby five days ago that you go chasing one to do the same now. It's a key lead up. It's the key setup. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not the... Um, it's not the trick or anything like that. But she's, a, she's as good a chance as any of them. I would have thought that the first three are all about the same price in, in my mind and then sort of this game Bay, Glint of Hope and, and Morissette are all about the same price and and not 20. So like legitimately can win sort of in that sort of game, I think. So yeah, very, very wishy-washy stuff. Well, glad to see uh, the people tuning in have clarity on the Oaks now. Yeah, I'm glad I could bring that to them. Um, have you got for, anything for it? For the You've sake got of a bet, yeah, I don't necessarily gonna... disagree with what you were what you were talking about there. Um, the ones you like, I mean, obviously, I they've got the ratings, and you're right. A very fine red was. Um, I was looking for an anti-post market three months ago for the red yeah. rose, and there was none. <laughs> but um, yeah. so yeah, I don't disagree with those. I think the the little bet that I'll throw out there is, is Bermadez in the. The mm. country, well, it's not really a country race, is it? But hasn't Moody got the favourite? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. Um, they've all come off. It's the, a great, it's a great. Um, I love those sort of races, though. So you got to qualify to get into yeah, it. Yeah, no, they're good fun, and they add. Yeah, you see a carnival where you're looking for interesting races to to bulk the carnival up. They're fantastic, but I think yeah. there is, and obviously they're always so hard because they all they're all winning all coming in for it. it. They're all winning, yeah. and they're all off similar sort of races. So there isn't a lot between them. Ryan Rose ran. Nice split the other day, but I reckon Bermudez is the one who might just be a level he, or two above them. He's an interesting horse, Bermudez, because he burst onto the scene, absolutely gapped him on debut on a heavy track, but he didn't actually do anything, did he, at Geelong? No, it was more a... Um, it was a visuals win. Yeah, it was a little bit. And then he sort of... What I find interesting about him is that it, I think we try a lot of the time to, to fit these horses into these neat little packages where they improve each run in a, on a nice linear curve and everything really sweet. I like that he, you know, he lost his trendy vibe by completely plateauing out last preparation and 
doing a bit wrong and his ratings went the wrong way and it's sort of like, oh, God, he, he was, you know, a big debut winner who's a complete myth and, you know, everyone would be out there posting their pictures as bubble popping and things like that. But then he comes back at sale and goes wacko with a nice, yeah. nice time and good splits over the top of it, so a good combination of time and, and sectionals without showing off. I yeah. like those even more. It wasn't so fast that you're like, I almost don't believe it. It was just warm rather than white hot. And to me, and put a nice big space on Hickok, who runs here as well with, as one of the the chances. He just, much to my despair, had beaten Flying Mascot at Bendigo in, in good time before Flying Mascot went to Mooney Valley and and beat Star L. I backed Flying Mascot at Bendigo, I backed Star L at Mooney Valley. Clever. <laughs> but he smashed Hickok. Hickok was coming off a good rating himself, so there's a you know there's a lot of substance to that form. As I said, I think he might be um, one of those horses who's now ready. You know, after a couple <coughs> of false starts, he's now ready maybe to to really explode and, and go on with the early promise. So he was my idea of the um, the best bet on that card today. Interesting, taking on the unbeaten Moody, who was taking the piss first up. Yeah. Yeah, he's a nice horse for sure and you know, unbeaten. Dave <coughs> Moody, got to like cool. that. Beware the unbeaten horse. Interesting to see how what it trades they actually from out there. Yeah, I, I thought Bermuda should have been clear favourite over it, and that's yeah, that's my that's my hot take for the day. Yeah, looking at the numbers, I see why you would think that. <clears throat> yeah. The so, back to Malkovich, Is there any niggle on the form now, or is yeah, taking that? Karen was actually okay the other day. Karen was okay. I, he took an age to get warm at, at Caulfield there over a thousand. He looked a little bit the same. I haven't been right over that race yet, but I think he ran okay. Obviously, Road clearly wasn't himself. He went too slow, and then he ran like he was drunk. So yeah. I don't. That was a hideous race. So I don't. Um, I don't want to bag the form too much. You know, I don't want to anchor it to what those two have done subsequently, particularly Oxley Road. And we know. I mean, Malkovich. It's not like Malkovich is hanging out there on that one rating. Yeah, he's got it. And he's, he's done that a stack of times. So. Yeah. And he's also improved second up and, and won second up both times. So you know, I, I don't think you would – I wouldn't expect him to go backwards on that rating just because obviously Road did. So, yeah, I don't um, – what price is Malkovich at the moment? I assume the problem there is that he's probably not going to be any great edge. No, I think he sort of obviously sticks the four with the corporates. So. Yeah, that's yeah, sure enough. Yeah, he's not really. I think the how do you expect? Obviously, the rain overnight. Do you take in? Do you expect anything with the track inside draws down the straight? Is that going to matter? No, I'll believe it when I see it, and I don't care until I do. Sort yeah. Of yeah, I no. think with with a leader, I guess it doesn't really matter where they're drawn. Like Damien Lane can put him where he wants to, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd much rather a good jockey than a good draw, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so no disagreement there. No, that's boring. Yeah. Do we? Uh, is that a sufficient oak stay? <laughs> I don't think there's much. The horse that little interest for me, obviously, always chasing Sydney form, but Zing in the second race. Yeah. Okay. I know the numbers don't say it, but it was just that first up run, the classic. Wallard, drawn wide, first up, go back. Yeah, oh, she's obviously been targeted. She's really proved second up. Yeah, but and I, the sting out yeah. helps. Obviously, yeah. you're a big wild fan, so or yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
And I thought, I mean, Foxy Freedom must have a great chance of turning around this time. So I thought those two at the top, they would control the betting and so they should. Yeah. I would have thought was to, to go there. And I can say, I mean, it tails out at the, the bottom there, certainly on the, on the rating. So I didn't, didn't give many of the ones at the bottom any great shout. I thought the top two controlled it. And yeah, I can see that. I can see that being second up Wallow. This is a good money race. So I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this was, um, a target for her. So she'll have been set to, to peak for it. And I mean, Wallow McDonald are hitting some targets this week. They're going all right. They're going all right. So yeah, I can see. I wouldn't be going out of my way to talk someone out of backing it, but I won't be finding it myself. Yeah. I mean, the beauty of this race, if you do like Zing, is that the a large chunk of the market is the same form. So yeah, that's right. If you can get, if, yeah, take one down, take them both down. Yeah. And then, and, then you've got to run down Ruby Tuesday. Yeah. Who will lead and, you know, got a very, very good ride by Jason Collett last start. So, you know, not going to get the same favours here. But, I mean, adds a bit of, they're not going to, like, it's going to be a solid tempo, I think, even though it's a small field. Like, Ruby Tuesday should roll, at least, which yeah. is what you want. And Zing sort of lands in the middle. Like, Foxy Frieda, I imagine, settles behind Zing. Yeah. So then, oh. j Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I suppose Barrier 7, McAvoy, um, still have a nightmare. Sorry? He's got his eye in now, Karen. You're only... Oh, I... Yeah, yeah. Tell that to everyone that backed April Rain. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Barrier 7 and 7, I'd imagine Snag. And then James is drawn inside. So I'd imagine Zing does get in front of it. And then he's just going to have to run down Craig. So $4. Yeah. Oh, no, I can see that. Yeah. You make a strong case. Yeah, we'll hope so. Oh, did oh well. Before we go, do you have any lean in the Phillies? I know you've done all your jump out form. The two year old. Yeah, I know you love these sort of races. No. Why isn't Kiki? Oh, can you explain to me why Kiki Express isn't favourite? No. Is Magic Carpet favourite? Yeah, is that that's an overplay, isn't it? Uh, yeah, probably. I think I think Magic Carpet was. Um, so I I gave this race thirty seconds, but um. <laughs> I think Magic Carpet was pretty new. Yeah. On wobbled wobbled around the bend. And yeah, yeah, so there's probably a thinking that she might have a lot, you know, she might take a heap of benefit from the the run the other day and, and be a big improver. So I can, okay, yeah, sure. But not a race for me, of course. It's just not my game. Really? Not like the, my game. <laughs> 15 fillies down the straight. 80% on debut, don't like it. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, I love these races because, you know, obviously ta- stables are targeted, it. the betting's usually great, and then, you know, hopefully, you know, down the straight, inching the sea, big field where they go. It'll be a good spectacle. Yeah, no, it'll be a nice cider at, at the straight anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we get a look at how the straight actually is for Malkovich, which is what you want. Damien Lane gets a look at it. He'll know, hopefully where you want to be after that race. He's no mug. No. He'll never make it in Sydney, Neil, but he's no mug. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that, that was a year and then he rode, what, the Swiffer winner? Did he ride? He almost rode the big four, didn't he? In that one I, think he I think they let him ride in five group ones in Sydney and he won four of them. 
He's just not up to it, though. He'll never make it. He's like that Joe Marira, mate. Yeah. Just not made for it here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. Hilarious. All right, mate. All right. Well, that'll do us, and we'll be okay, back we'll on Friday. Tomorrow, yeah. Oh, that's tomorrow. Jeez. Yeah, that's why I was saying, let's keep this short. Come on. Oh, this is such a slog of a week. I'm already gone. I haven't even got to Saturday yet. All right, so easy. Enjoy, guys. Good luck, everyone. Having a bit. Okay, see ya.